Hello, welcome back to The Hush. My name is Debbie. And my name is Shreya. Today we have a special guest with us. His name is Praveen. Do you want to go ahead and introduce yourself in like a short bio? Yeah, so uh, my name is Praveen and I am going to be an incoming freshman at Purdue University in the fall. Um, I just finished uh, my high school year, unfortunately, due to COVID. Um, a lot of the, you know, fun stuff is canceled. Um, but I think it's been a unique time for all of us, and I'm just kind of looking forward to uh, the next four years of my life. Yeah, that's great. And um, today we're just going to discuss the topic of affirmative action. So do you guys want to just go ahead and give us, give us um, like a definition of affirmative action? Um, yeah, I guess uh shed light into my, my perspective. Uh, I just, I kind of think it's just the area. It can be related to anything we do these days. I think job applications, um, admissions to college, just anywhere where there's a little, little level of competitiveness, I think, uh, introduces affirmative action, kind of trying to level the playing field for those who maybe uh, don't come from as well of a social background as uh, some of us do, or... Um, even some racial, some racial backgrounds, you know, trying to incorporate various races because if we do live in the United States, um, probably the most diverse country in the world. Um, so definitely incorporating various races into a certain area or trying to introduce them to new things. I think anywhere where that's really involved, um, I think where affirmative action takes place. Yeah, I agree. Um, Personally, for me, like, I I mean, I don't really live under a rock, but honestly, I didn't know, like, a clear definition of, of what affirmative action was until I watched, recently I watched the series um, Dear White People on Netflix. It's a very good show. I would recommend it. But um, it's about, like, the lives of black a black community in uh, Ivy League University, and um, they're basically... Uh, a lot of talk goes around and everyone around them says, oh, you just got on because of affirmative action. And I didn't really know what exactly affirmative action meant until I saw the show and then searched it up, which was uh, <laughs> like two, three months ago. <laughs> um, yeah, but I mean, coming from my perspective as a first generation Korean American, I think um, it's definitely a way to help um, ease, and, ease the burden of carrying like the weight of your immigrant parents on your shoulders and trying to um, go from no connections and no nothing. So for me, affirmative action, I think I've always known it as um, just kind of how I was relative to the college admissions process. But I feel like um, recently because of the whole Black Lives Matter movement, I've or I feel like society in general has learned a lot more about like these sort of terms. So um, affirmative action in general is just designed designed to reduce access discrimination and other biases in the workplace and institutions also. But um, something that I found out recently was that um, according to the federal law of the United States, every country that ha or every country, every company that has more than 50 employees have to establish an affirmative action plan. So like the employer just has to put in, um, just like has to write out how they're going to work to help underrepresented minorities and stuff. But yeah, so a few days ago, actually, I was having like a debate with a friend and for me, I always thought affirmative action was just kind of um, like talking about race specifically, but some people also consider it 
um, by underrepresented minorities, they think of like women or just people of color in general. So I don't know if there's like an official definition for that, but yeah, that was just something I thought that was interesting. Yeah, I didn't know affirmative yeah. action was like applied to companies too. <laughs> Oops. Yeah, I didn't that was interesting. Yeah. Um, I think actually, um, kind of picking out, picking back and off of what Trey was saying, just kind of like the college admissions process, having gone through that this year and kind of seeing the results of some friends, you kind of know, I guess, when you're going through high school, you know, where you kind of stand, I guess, within, I think, some, within your peers, I guess. Uh, there's no exact, obviously, answer to that, but you definitely, I think, have a general idea of where you kind of compare it to against your classmates. So, um, with all the decisions coming out, I was kind of shocked by, um, you know, some people that, you know, they all of them deserved, you know, the admission spot. But I definitely do think affirmative action was I kind of put in place when I saw, um, you know, some of the results I saw. And I thought that was just mm-hmm. kind of interesting. I also think it's um, in general a really good thing just because a lot of people who don't have access to some of the things we have should get an equal opportunity, I think, to show their talent. Um which is why, for the most part, I'm in support of it. Yeah. Um, I think the controversy surrounding affirmative action is just mainly uh, people of non-color um, saying that it's unfair, right? Because it's, it is an advantage that we get, but it, we only get it because we, ha- we relatively, um, people of color have so much less than those native to america um so yeah i think that's how the controversy would be settled but i mean i honestly can see how it's unfair like you said some people get into schools in a way that you wouldn't expect right yeah and i think it's in my opinion at least i think it should be especially in the college admissions process i can't speak like i guess to the whole general, I can apply this to the general term, but I think just when it's applied to college admissions process, I thought, I kind of always thought it should be more applied to a geographical area rather than like, um, like racial or social backgrounds. Because I think, um, I guess you can say there's some wealthy neighborhoods within each city. There's some like, you know, there's richer areas, like I think, um, in each urban area, I guess. So I think um, taking a certain number of people from each geographical area, I think it's a better representation than, I guess, racially profiled, not racially profiling, but like taking people based off their race, if that makes sense. Sense. Mm-hmm. Um, another thing, like in regards to the college admissions process um, is legacy admissions. They were actually created by the Ivy Leagues back when slavery was when slavery was a common practice so it was just created as a way for um, white people to continue being able to go to these institutions because I guess it was a like a solution to um, indirect what's the word um, I can't think or indirect um, what's the word racism racism no it's like when you um, when you're segregating, indirect discrimination, that's the term. So, um, so prejudice. Yeah. So prejudice. basically, um, because they couldn't like prevent people of color from going to these Ivy Leagues, they put this in place because gener- or previously it was always like white, wealthy, 
men who were going to these institutions. So through legacy admissions, this allowed them to like have the upper hand. And I know even in like 2017, I think it was, but um, like there was a Harvard committee formed to, I guess, like reassess the legacy admissions process and even the admissions process in general. But they said that they probably won't come to an end soon just because like that brings so much income from them for them and all that. So I don't know. That's like another controversial thing in relation to this. Yeah, I think, I mean, legacy is kind of less like known to be a controversy especially for like um college stuff uh because it's yeah it was first created to um as a form of discrimination but now it's helping a lot of people as well um and i say i'd like to say it helps people of like all races pretty equally but i don't think that's true like statistically um, but I think the reason why it's less of um, a controversy is because legacy um, is not now, it's not um, directly for any certain race, right? Affirmative action is, is specifically designed for um, people of color um, and yeah, but legacy is just out there. And I think... Um, I thought I had, like, going back to um, Praveen's point about having affirmative action be more geographically centered, um, I think that that that's definitely true. Like, it should be geographically centered because um, I know that for both Shreya and I, we live in the Silicon Valley, so we have far more opportunities and um, just genuine, gen like, overall networking capabilities than someone in the middle of Idaho right um <laughs> so i yeah that's just the thought i had yeah i think yeah i think I, I, i'm pretty strong amongst the i guess geographical centered um affirmative action i think it's also interesting i think it's kind of um it's kind of changed its meaning a bit i think over time because i think now with um it's kind of leaning towards even gender roles like kind of applying itself in that kind of field from what I've seen. Um, because now I think colleges, even especially colleges and even job markets, um, they're trying to empower, um, especially like um, women in higher authority positions, right? So I think like, I think that too um, kind of relates to affirmative action. Not really though. I think that's, that's its own kind of path. But I think those two kind of overlap in some ways. Yeah. I mean, I'm glad it's, it's like an age where uh, both women and people of color are being empowered. Um, yeah, I think, I mean, we definitely have a longer way to go, but I think that there's a start in many places right now. That's good. Yeah, like what else comes from affirmative action? Like, yeah, there's the controversy, but do people actually benefit from it like wait no sorry that's a, that's a bad question um how often do you think affirmative action is really used like is that i mean i'm not knowledgeable on it so i'm not sure if it's like um college acceptance people's people they like lay out all the applicants and then they see one person of color and then they just pull out the affirmative action card is that how it works or is it 
Wait, I'm thinking about this. Wait, was that a dumb question? <laughs> no, I think I think it's a no, no, no. I think like your question. I it, I get what you're saying. Like I think just because we don't, I think I personally don't know exactly when it's used, when it's not. Um, but I think I think you can kind of get an idea of when it could be used, I guess, rather than when it is used. But um, I think like just me personally, the only experience I have with it is going through the college um, admissions process. And so every single application is kind of just asking, um, obviously aside from the financial aid, it was kind of asking, you know, racial background, um, all these types of questions, which, I mean, it's not surprising these days, but, you know, I think that um, it's kind of interesting how that's becoming more and more of a question people are kind of asking, um, leaning towards. And I think it is a good thing overall, for sure. I think that definitely plays a major role in like affirmative action today. But I think it's just, um, just even the shift in like attention, it's going away, I guess, from the numbers now towards more of like the personnel, I think, um, just the background you come from, which I think is really interesting. Yeah, I agree. Um, I've been writing since it's like I'm a rising senior. I've been writing my um, college apps and I saw on a lot of the supplementary essay prompts, there's a lot of, oh, why do you want to come to our school? Like what comes from your background of who you are that influence your, your choice in applying to this school? And I was like, mm, that's very interesting. Yeah, yeah, I had... I had quite a few essays where I definitely leaned on my parents' background a bit, um, just talking about where they came from, because I think um, since we're all first-gen um, Americans, I think we have it a bit um, different, for sure, than I think just um, Native or I guess just people have been here for generations. Uh, just because we see kind of, we hear our parents' stories and stuff like that, kind of what they had to go through, most of whom had to go through like a lot of adversity, but I think hearing that background kind of plays a role into kind of your mentality and your personality. It's like, for me, at least, uh, just hearing my parents' background, it kind of made me, um, you know, not want to take things for granted and kind of utilize the opportunities I get for the most part. Um, I think that's where that came from, just from hearing my parents' stories and kind of like what they had to do to, I guess, get to where they are today. So I think it's, yeah, for sure interesting. I definitely wrote, used, um, my background is uh, for some of my apps, and I think it's, you know, colleges are looking more and more into that. And I think it's, it's, it's pretty interesting. I feel like another thing that I've noticed lately is, like, with each round of the college admission cycle, like, more and more colleges are bragging about how diverse they are. And, like, they are always bragging about the percentages of, like, how many students they have from each ethnic background. And so... Um, I feel like another like negative that comes with like affirmative action is the fact that like at, at my school at least this past year there was like one black student I know who like he was like really smart and he's going to like a really good school next year but like people are talking behind his back and being like oh the only reason he got into this school is because he, he's black so I feel like that's a negative effect that comes with it and um, I don't know I think that's really unfair that that sort of stuff is happening because we're just like now like shifting to using this as a way to prove that people like who aren't white or I don't know who are just like minorities to say it's like a way that they're smart right if that makes sense I guess hearing that I kind of had a question just kind of that I wanted to pose but um you two going through like you both are applying to various schools right now and I guess when you're applying um, I kind of just want to know what's going through your mind because um, 
just kind of like, do you, when you apply to these colleges, would you rather be judged based off of what you've done, I guess, like in terms of to prepare yourself, I guess, in these applications? Or would you um, kind of, I guess, want there to be some level playing field? Like, I'm not trying to say, like, if you say, like, I want to be judged based off what I've done, I'm not saying that you're not, like, trying to make an equal playing field. But I'm just saying, like, that's what kind of what affirmative action does. It kind of takes, diminishes a little bit of what some people um, done with through their high school career, especially. Um, I think that's just a consequence of it. Yeah. Um, I think for me, I'd rather be judged on who I am, like my personality, what makes me me. Um, because the things that make me are the things that led me to do the things I did. Right. So essentially, by understanding who I am, my personality, um, my drive, my passions, you kind of understand um, why I did and participated in the things that I did. Um, so I think before, like, to kind of answer your question, before they look at my accomplishments, I want them to read my essays and understand um, what makes me want to do the things I did. Um, but, I mean, wait, no, I'll let Shreya answer <laughs> the question, too. Um, well, for me, like, I don't know, my extracurriculars, I feel like, defines who I am as a person more than my test scores and my academics and all that. But, yeah, my Common App essay this year is, like, it's talking a lot about my, like, the type of person I am, my passions, and so that's also reflective in my extracurriculars. But I know, based on what people have told me, um, colleges obviously will probably weigh my uh, my test scores and all that and my SAT more than they will my extracurriculars. And I don't know. That just it's kind of sad. I don't know. I was just gonna say. Um, I guess what I was going through in my mind is I kind of developed a theme amongst my apps just because I did a lot of things that kind of were in the same area. Just because I did, I didn't. Um, I did teaching a lot. I tutored and taught and research. So that's kind of like just what I like doing, I guess. Um, I like um, being with little kids, right? That's kind of like what I like to do. So I guess I, I kind of agree with Debbie in that. I just want to like, I wanted them to see who I am more so, which kind of leads to then why I did what I did um, before going on to like the numbers and like my background and that type of stuff. So that's just what's going through my mind. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think one thing that's tricky is I remember um, a lot of my senior friends from past years, um, they've told me that they were really contemplating whether to mark their race or not. Because you know how there's a choice where you can say um, to not say your race. Um, And now that I'm applying, I'm thinking about that too, because I don't know how much better my chances will be if they don't know what I am. But then I don't know how much better it will be if they do know what I am. So that's kind of just, it's been going through my mind these days and it's kind of confusing. And I think I do want to identify my race as Korean American because, well, first I'm proud to be Korean American, but also I feel like, you know, that just might show that um, I'm cultured (laughs) in a sense and help them decide. Yeah. But I think the whole fact that I have to wonder whether um, marking my race or not determines a higher chance for me to get in. I think that fact kind of is bothersome and shows a flaw in our current um, situations. Yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, I was kind of even wondering why they have the option to kind of just not identify, because I think um, that kind of, again, proves that I guess they're taking into account or they're using affirmative action. I think that's just more evidence to it. But I think, like, if you're going to ask someone at all if they're what they identify as, I think they should. I personally don't know why there's an option that says, I mean, I guess it is right to privacy, I guess, technically, but I just, I, I, I never really check that box of, like, uh, not going to really respond or whatever that box is. But I always just, you know, identified, I think, on the checkbox was, like, South Asian, even though I'm, like, Sri Lankan, right? But they didn't, I just always put that down. Um, but, yeah, I was, I was kind of wondering why they even had that option to begin with. It's kind of interesting. Yeah. Well, I think it's because, um, I mean, from people like that are not in a very diverse community, just in their own schools, like high schools, um, maybe they just don't want to identify as their certain ethnicity just because of the trauma that they've gone through with it. Um, I don't know, honestly. It's it, it's probably different for everyone, yeah. Yeah, that's a fair point, though, I think, for sure. Yeah, I think, I mean, this whole affirmative action talk, it really just ties into um, just racial bias in our country. Just, that's the basis of everything. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I feel like everyone thinks that America is like a cultural melting pot where like everyone accepts everyone's like level of diversity, but at the same time, it's so racist in so many ways that like it's not like... Even in ways like you can't see like affirmative action and sort of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I guess, um, yeah, that's a, that's a good point, I guess. But I think that comes with, um, just because I think there's, I think that just, just because there's so much more competition, I think. Um, I'm not, I'm just speaking for me personally, but I'm just, uh, I think just going around growing through high school, uh, the competitiveness came, I saw growth in competitiveness, I guess, if this, this may be a weird correlation, but when my school became more diverse, um, I just saw like a lot more kids um, getting competitive with one another. I don't know if that's a trend you guys saw too, but it was just something I noticed. Well, I mean, for me, I kind of just got plunked into a very, very diverse school. Um, I mean, actually, there's, the majority of our school is, Asian or sub-Asian. Um, yeah, my Cupertino is kind of known to be Little India. <laughs> so um, just by the name, you can kind of tell, like, you know, what kind of place I'm living in, which is, a, it's a very nice place. Um, it's it's never made me feel like an outsider, which I'm very privileged to be saying. Um, but yeah, the competitiveness here, like, we're definitely known for it. So, yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, for me, um, like when I something I noticed was when I was in Sacramento for um, elementary school, like there was I was probably one of the only like four kids who wasn't white in my whole grade, and um, my parents, being my parents, I felt like I was one of the most competitive. But when my sisters once we moved to the Bay Area. Um, when my sisters went to elementary school, like everyone from like first grade was just like a crazy level of competitive. And it was like really shocking for me to see 
So I feel like it just depends on, again, like how diverse your whole school is and your community is. Yeah. Okay, I think we can close it from there. This was, <laughs> yeah. All right, thank you for tuning in and tune in next time to hear more about the unheard. Bye. Bye.